Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara, and I'm here with my brother and co-host, Devin. Hi. Hello, Devin. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Devin. All Hello. Right, what do you got? What do you got Hello for there. me today? <laughs> Uh, this comes from, I'll say, but well, no, I'll, I'll do it normal. I'll just read it and see okay. what you think. Right. The ability to look deeply is the root of creativity, to see past the ordinary and mundane, and to get what might otherwise be invisible. Look for what you notice, but no one else sees. Great quote. Yeah. <laughs> and that's actually two. Now, see, I'm not sure. I think it's two of them mashed up. Well, it. I'll tell you what it's from. Okay. I, I uh, ordered this book by Rick Rubin. He's a um, music producer. Yep. He started Jeff. Yeah, Def, Def Jam. Jeff Jam Records. Jeff Dams. And then, uh, Je- old Jeff Dams. <laughs> and yep. then, um, so he's like this music guru guy, and he's he's. Uh, Worked with everybody and made so many great albums with like Johnny Cash and mm, yep. Red Hot Chili Peppers and Metall- like anyone you can think of. He's made great albums with some of their best. And he, um, I guess, wrote a book or put a put a book of thoughts together called "The Creative Act: A Way of Being" by Rick mm. Rubin. Okay. So I ordered it and I've been reading, and those were some of the the lines out of the beginning of the chapters. Nice. So, yeah. yeah, look for what you notice, but no one else sees. Um, it's kind of a simple statement, but not. It's like, right? I don't, uh, we talk about that all the time, finding something that, you just find something that interests you more than the rest of the stuff. Or your 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 view of things is different for this one thing. Yeah. Like when, think, when, yeah. when when everyone else is like, that's not even that interesting, or right. why do you keep talking about that? I think that means you're onto something. You're like, okay, right. well, I'm seeing it totally different. Like, don't give up on it because no one else sees it the way you see it. Right. Right. That's the opposite of what you should do. 
Yeah, I think it's I think it's the the ability to see the interesting in the mundane, quote unquote. Right. right. So you're like picking out the thing that that makes it stand out, that makes it special, or your ability to look at something and find that thing. You know, because because that's I think that's where that difference happens. That's a lot of people will look at something and they'll just look at it a peripheral, like or a topical look at something. They won't look deeper than what they're looking at. You know, it's just like okay, that's this thing, right? That's just a chunk of wood. You know, if I if and then I might look at a chunk of wood and say, okay, well, if I like sand it down on these few sides, I can see there's going to be some interesting grain underneath, right? So it's that ability to look at something and see the potential, maybe. Right. Maybe that's like uh, you know, like Michelangelo looking at the chunk of stone and seeing the sculpture inside. You know, just taking taking away everything that's not the not the uh, the sculpture of David. Right. Um, yeah, and I I talk about that often with my students. Um, and I guess there's oftentimes they will be surprised at something I see or something that I come up with, you know? And so I'm just like looking at their work and I'm like, Hey, well, how about this? How about this? You know, they're trying, I'm giving them like a creative, um, situation, you know, a set of guidelines that gives them a, a, a direction or a situation they need to respond to. And so then they're like trying to come up with some ideas and they, they'll might like, I might have to kick them off, you know, like kick them going or, you know, mm. get them going and mm-hmm. be like, give, mm-hmm. give them a jump start. So be like, how about this? How about this? How about this? You know? Like, oh, okay. All right, I wasn't thinking about it that way. And then they, then they like, because I kind of helped them get the ball rolling, then they're like, oh, that's where our mind can go. You know, it's not just that topical. It's like, what about this? What about this? What about this? Like, I was talking to um, one of my students today. She is designing a, my, my students are designing a, um, a retail pop-up shop. So, like, a small shop that might be, you know, somewhat temporary. Um imagine like a kiosk inside of a mall, right? So it's like a small version of a bigger brick and mortar store. And uh, so they have like much, much smaller constraints to their size and their space. And they're actually working with uh, the the fashion students at our school and collaborating with them. They're designing the spaces for their fashion lines. Mm. And so my one student was like, she was talking about what her collaborative, her student that she's collaborating with. She was like, well, he doesn't want like a register or a counter. She was like, I don't know how to, what do I work with that? Like, like this is a store. Don't you need a register counter? I was like, I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, but you know, there are places that don't use registers. You know, there are places that have like iPads, you know, the, the employees walk around with like an iPad or a little like, you know, tablet or something. And she's like, oh yeah. I was like, so if he doesn't want a register or a counter in his space, then maybe you just do like on the wall, there's like somewhere that has slots. That's like a charging station for some tablets. And then the employees use those tablets and walk around. Like if he doesn't want that there, you got to think about what that means in the grand scheme of the design, you know. So it's not just the fact that he's being stubborn and doesn't want a counter and a, and a register in this room, but like he doesn't want that because he, they, there's something there that he doesn't want to impede the way. Right. So how do you like how do you see the creativity in that and then build on top of it? So it's a it's an interesting thing to think about, and that's definitely something that um, we as creative people have that special, uh, you know, superpower of, <laughs> of seeing the potential in things. <laughs> yeah. It's a creative mindset. And like you said, maybe if you don't see it, be right. willing to collaborate with someone who does. Right. So even if you're not like, I guess that's like, and someone, or if someone who's really passionate about it will convince you, of the way they see it, you know, it's like anything, 
any great like passion of someone if they're really passionate about it, they can get you into it right like a conversation all of a sudden you'll be like yeah you know what like the, that type of motorcycle is beautiful like mm-hmm. it, it is ama- amazing how that engine works like yeah. no you're right then you you know the next time you're like driving down the road you see a motorcycle you start thinking about it in different ways yeah <laughs> yeah you think about right. it before yeah no that's definitely uh, that's a good yeah i like that observation because that's definitely super true you know once once people start bringing you into the joy and that they that they get from something mm. you start to see it mm-hmm. you know you're like oh i can see that you know like you know it's it, it for whatever you know as an example i'll say like uh my buddy trevor you know he used to have a vespa you know a vespa scooter yeah and he talked about like how much fun he was having with it and doing like little things to tinker with it to like get it, keep it running and then his girlfriend at the time bought him um like a whole rain uh, kind of, I don't know, like a thing like this, like seat thing that went over his like legs and also went over the handlebars. So he would like, he could drive in the rain and it would keep him dry. And <laughs> and just like hearing him talk about it and the excitement that he had in it and all the mm. like little detail things that he thought was fun. And like, you know, another example is the vice that we're working on. Like, mm. yeah, it's a vice and it has a cool shape, but then once you understand some of the parts to it and you know that it has like, they're stamped with the year and, you know, there's like all these little details that then, like, once you know that stuff, and once you you start to see those interesting things, it like, it opens your eyes to right how interesting it is. You know, like what the person who designed that thing thought about it when they were doing right. it. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. It's um. Yeah. So open yourself up. Yeah. <laughs> let think, it let it flow yeah. in through you. I think also being a maker, you know, gives gives us that perspective as well so not just a creative person but someone who actually makes something um you know when you spend time let's you know as, as a knife maker for example when i spend time and i and i fit up you know a wooden handle to a guard or you know like a like a um handle scales to to a full tang and it's like a really clean like when everything's really clean in a knife then you can appreciate the you know the effort it takes to get something to, to work that well. Um, and then when you see that in other people's stuff, you don't just appreciate it as a final design, but you appreciate the technical ability to do some of those things that you know that are not easy, but they look in the end, you wouldn't know it was hard, right? You're just like, okay, that's, you don't, you don't see the lack of error because there's, because there's nothing there to see. You know, it's like when there are like errors and when there are like, you know, um, like bad pieces or there's things that aren't like perfect in a design. You see those because they stand out. But when when a design is really good, you don't see the the uh, the level of difficulty that went into doing that. But, you know, that's super evident from from a maker's point of point of view. You're like, okay, yeah, I understand how much work went into getting this to look as good as it does. So, right. Right. Way to come out of it. Yeah. Yeah. to jump back on the the book, the Rick Rubin book, the mm. first chapter is titled "Everyone Is a Creator," which we've harped on and we've talked about, and we've done right. plenty of quotes about it already. Um, another line from it is: "Creative creativity is not a rare rare ability; it is not difficult to access. Creativity is a fundamental aspect of being human. It's our birthright, and it's for all of us." Nice. And he goes on talking about that, um, like it's you might perceive or people might be. Uh, wary of calling themselves artists if they don't do like a traditional art 
Right. So he yeah. it, it was great. The first chapter, I was like, oh yeah, we, we we talk about this all the time, but it's yeah, it's good. Nice. Yeah, people people are always like, I can't, you know, I'm I'm not an artist, I you know, I can't draw a stick figure. Well, yeah, I mean, you might not be able to draw a stick figure, but like, there's so much more to being a maker or a, or a creative person or an artistic person than just like you said, just those traditional, those like traditional fine arts. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just the 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 labeling is 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 off. Right. And it, it squashes a lot of people who want to create something, but just like, yeah, I don't, I don't have that. I don't have that box checked off. Like in school, right. I never had that box. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. but just cause you didn't check it off then doesn't mean like you, you're just thinking about it the wrong way. Right. Um, yeah. 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 One of the, one of the better, um, you know, kind of discussions about being a maker is the one we've talked about multiple times, which is Adam Savage's, yeah. Uh, yeah. What it is, what's a maker? And it was just like one of the things he talked about on one of his live streams a couple of years ago. And I've showed it to my students multiple times. So there's a early recommendation for everybody. If you haven't seen that, uh, go and search on YouTube, search uh, Adam Savage or tested and what is a maker. And it's like a what, seven or eight minute little yeah, monologue great. that he talks about. It's so good. So it's such a good perspective. And it's like, and he's so eloquent and like, you know, just his, his language is so like, it's so, um, thoughtful you know like he does a really good job of yeah no he's of, uh, and, and coming from him is is like a special thing for him to give people because mm-hmm. you know anyone could say that to you but if it's someone who you've seen like create a lot of stuff and someone who's right. done great things and made great shows and is such a like talented person to just be like to open that up for everybody like and, right. and be encouraging and you can see he really wants it for people right yeah you know um yeah yeah it's cool yeah so, uh, talking about a beautiful thing, <laughs> talking about what we've been up to, and so we're today. I went and I told Dustin. So, I did we talk about last week the engine? Uh, I don't remember. I don't think I, so. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, I think we did because we talked about maybe. You, oh, I think we talked about it with with Jeremy. Maybe with Jeremy or with. No, I guess I guess it was with Jeremy. Yeah. Oh yeah, because we did. We're like, remember we told him we're gonna get a, a small engine because we were talking about his bike. Right. Yeah. Um, right. So we got this small engine, little Chinese engine, um, from Amazon. Yeah, like a bike conversion kit engine yeah. thing. So yeah. it's you can get them anywhere from like a hundred bucks to a hundred and forty bucks. Um, ours was somewhere in between. I think for the video we'll call it a hundred. You know, because it's nicer. Right. It's a nicer yeah. round. Yeah, because I think what was it like one thirteen or something? And that yeah, was and at times, at times I've seen it down yeah. below around ninety five. So right, okay, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we may even say that you know this is like a, a conversion kit that you can find sometimes for a hundred bucks. Right. So the title can be a hundred. Yeah. But right. you know what? You know, give or take some. Right. Um. So the idea is basically for a hundred bucks, you can get a two-stroke motor that can take you 100 to 150 miles on a gallon of gas, <laughs> right? It's this so amazing awesome. thing that can transport you around and yeah, for different places and, and different user cases, it can really, it can be a great thing. It's like an amazing thing, you know? Yeah. What's um, the, do we know the CC limit for like uh, a, uh, I think it's like 50 or something for without a license. Right. So I think this is an 80 or something. But really, if you get pulled over with one of these, you know, a little engine attached to a bike, the CC might not be the only issue. But who knows? 
You know what I mean? Right. They might right. be like failure to like we don't know what it is. Right. So it's yeah, just something right. that shouldn't be on the road, like a bicycle. But who knows? You know, right. I, I don't know exactly. Um, gotcha. So it says, yeah, yeah. I just looked it up briefly. It said most states it's uh, fifty cc. Mm. Um, that just means you have to have a uh, motorcycle license or a driver's license with a motorcycle endorsement, which I have. So, right. <laughs> we are riding it, down the so road. Is, down the road is, so it's after over fifty. You have now? yeah. It says yeah, larger than fifty. So CC, then you say so. it's a fifty. Yeah. <laughs> And no, either either they've seen it or as long as you're not acting like an idiot on the road. Right. But yeah, really, exactly. I, I wouldn't want to be on any major roads with a bicycle with a engine attached to it anyway. No. But if you <laughs> yeah. if you just have to get around back roads or your farm or whatever, I think it would yeah, be cool. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole point. It's like it's just a fun thing. It's similar. I mean, and you can ride it. Uh, I guess you could. Uh, yeah. It, so, it only okay. goes like 35 <laughs> miles per hour. Right. 35, 40. So you're not going to jump on any big roads anyway. Um, right. But if you are out with it, I would hope that you would not ride like a crazy person, have a helmet on, do everything right. you can to, like, not shout that, hey, I'm doing something bad. Right. Um, but anyway, so uh, we're doing that. And I, we, I've got a couple bikes here at the house that we had pulled. I had taken them from my parents' house, which is now mine. Right. And and took it back to my apartment and then now move them back here again in like the same <laughs> piece of woods that they were sitting in. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and they're just in such bad shape that it would take a day or two of shooting just to bring them up to the level. Of, yeah, right, exactly. Which I don't we don't really have time for. So Yeah. Um I was like, well why don't we I, I showed I showed you some some Walmart photos of just like cheap ish bikes. Right. Yeah. And there was one for a hundred bucks. Cause we were, or I thought it'd be cool to have a cruiser style just cause right. it already kind of looks like a motorcycle. I think yeah. that's kind of neat. Like, and you could mm-hmm. sit back a little bit, like have fun with it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and we found one for a hundred bucks, but it said like, it was one of those things like delivery three days. And then, you, you know, oh, you got to right, build yeah. the thing. So I was like, Oh man, okay, whatever. I'll just go up to my local Walmart. And there were, some for 160, 200, and 250. I think those were the three I sent you. Right. Yeah. Um, and the first bike I see is that $100 bike when I turn the quarter. <laughs> like up top, it's that silver one. And I sent you a couple pictures, and you were like, yep. you just, without knowing which one it was, you were like, oh, I like the silver one. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I think that's the cheap one. Like, I'm <laughs> not sure until I can, like, get it down, get someone to get it down and scan it, but. And then I eventually had to get three Walmart employees to, like, both two guys didn't know how to pull it down. They're like, I think there's, like, a pole we grab, and we, we, which actually, when they did it, it was really cool. So you reach up, and it, the top rack of the bikes, they slide out over top of your head. Yeah. Okay. And then you pull a thing, and it, it hinges down about, like, eight feet uh, to right in okay. front of you. It's really cool. Oh, so it and slides out and then swings down. So it you slides pull it out and then, like, thing. scissors uh, down. Like, the metal scissors down. And oh, it's no right way. in front of you. Yeah. Ah, that's cool. Yeah, I was like, that's great. Nice. <laughs> so I learned along with two of those employees about how to do it. So if anybody needs a bike, I'll I'll get the pole from behind the thing and and get get a bike down for you. <laughs> Next time you're buying one, um, you're like, I don't know. You're like, yeah, I got it. I got it. Just get on, that pole on. over there. Sir, you can't down. do that. I was I was trained by an employee. I can do it. <laughs> um, I used to work here. Oh, really? and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> and the funny thing was, there were three of those bikes. Like, I kept looking, weird. and there was three of those, the, the ones that they said weren't in stock. Right. Um, so, whatever. And another odd thing was they each had different tires. Uh, like, okay. different rubber on the tires. One looked like a street, one looked like something in between, and Mars was a little bit tougher. Nice. And that's why I was like, hey, actually, I told the guy. I was like, well, there's one down there, but these tires are better. <laughs> can I get this one? Can <laughs> nice. I get this one? The first one I saw, the tires look good. And uh, got it down, and, it, I mean, it's it's a $100 bike. It is what it mm-hmm. is, but... Mm-hmm. um. Coaster brakes, which we'll have to figure out. We might want to. Oh, it has coaster. Brakes. We we might want to buy some Amazon brakes for the front or something, okay. just to have a secondary backup. You know, right? Especially yeah. if you're if you're cruising on that thing, you you want something other than a coaster brake. <laughs> does it have a? Uh, does it have no gears? It's a single gear. Yeah. Does it have a um, somewhere like a mounting thing for a front brake? Did you look by any chance? You know, sometimes they'll oh, have, yeah, like, that's like true. a threaded that, yeah, hole Yeah, right, or right, right. Yeah. No, I didn't look. Okay. Right. So we might have to mount something. Or, oh, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, we'll figure it out. Right. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> you know, can we could drill a hole and weld on a nut or something on the front if we need to. Right, you know, something to mount. Um, yeah. But it'd probably be good enough for now, and uh, it's just a nice $98 bike. Nice. And it looks right. <laughs> you know, awesome. you saw it. Everything's black. Yeah. Black tires, black rim, you know, all the spokes are black, and then it's kind of a silvery, almost slightly gold, which will go will, will go nice with the black engine and black yeah, can, yeah. and, like, it's going to look really, really sweet. Yeah, man. I'm it's got fenders on it, cool. which was cool. It came with, like, the black fenders. Like, nice. Right? It's awesome. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Yeah, I'm excited. That would be super cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, nice. The guy behind me in, in line gave me, he was like, ah, oh, it's a sweet bike. I was like, yeah, man. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm going to ride it home. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll be outside. Yeah. I'll see you. <laughs> Got my helmet. That's great. <laughs> so, so that was that was really good. So that um, we got. And the second thing we needed for this video was two mics that worked uh, well. I just got that package on mm. on the porch today at 12 nice. which was awesome. crazy because i ordered it yesterday i was gonna say that's nuts i actually thought that today i was like oh yeah if you're coming over and drew who's coming over because that's the other thing um our brother drew is the more like a mechanically minded maker in our family so he's gonna come over and help with the build mm-hmm. which will mm-hmm. be fun mm-hmm. but i was like i was just thinking that today i was like oh i wonder if we'll have that in time so that's crazy i'm glad that you got it yeah well that was the thing i was like Everything I had kind of decided, I think the DJI double mic system or the Rode 2, those are the two like comparative ones. Right. Yeah. That everyone seems to use. Mm-hmm. And we're happy with the Rode mics, but if we want to pair two of them together, we, we never, when we bought the first Rode, the Rode 2 wasn't available where it came with two mics. Right. Yeah. And then when we needed to do an interview with someone else, we had to just buy a separate Rode standard mic. Right. And then figure out how to put two receivers onto something else that ran into that and that ran into. So it was like a big thing. It's a big mess of stuff. Right. You know, I was just kind of like talking to, to to you, Dust, about like maybe we should just for the, the sake of everything um, get this that's meant to work this way. Right. And in, in relatively, they're not that expensive. It's 320 bucks. Right. Um, for the, the DJI. Uh, package but um 
Yeah. So, cool. so yeah, I, I was looking for it, and then the only thing available to pick up were the roads. Like at Best Buy, they sell the road mics. Right. Yeah. I was like, oh, I might not be able to get anything else. You might just have to get it because we're shooting with Drew in two days. Right. Um. But then B and H, the the New York camera store, mm-hmm. um, they were like offering like one day expedited shipping for twenty bucks. I was just like, all right, that's fine. Yeah. And then when I went to checkout, they just it switched over to, hey, it's only going to take a day to get to you. Oh, nice. Which was nice. So it was like it was like free shipping one day. I was like, okay, <laughs> like cool, <laughs> sweet. So I was ready to, <laughs> you know, we were, I was I was gonna be like, well, it's three fifty, whatever, but. You know, yeah. uh, it's worth it. Whatever we we got something to shoot. Let's just get it. I think it's the better thing. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to get the thing that I think's worse just because of twenty extra bucks, right? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Exactly. And yeah, like you said, it has. It comes with like a charging case. Uh, for I'm holding. Things. I'm holding yeah. it right now. It is so nice. <laughs> so I open it up, and it's this beautiful charging case, and it lights up. The receiver lights up, and it shows you the battery levels of each three things. And they're all sat in there in a nice little. It's it's like the most gorgeous little <laughs> design little uh, thing. Like, I like. I think I like. I was like, oh man! Like when I saw it. Um, <laughs> let me send you a picture real quick. If I can get some light on it. Yeah, and that's the other thing too. We we know, um, we know that like DJI is a good product. Yeah, you, know, you have the. You have the drone, and like I know through the grapevine of other makers, I've I know other people who use you use the DJI cameras and stuff, and right, they make quality stuff. And um, the reason why, actually, the reason one of the other reasons why we needed to get new mics is because our our lavalier um, attachment, right, so the little part that you hook to your shirt, has not been working, and that's right. not like that's not anything wrong with our roads; it's just the lavalier stopped working. So we were gonna just like, well, okay, do we get a new lavalier for? the road do we get a new sennheiser like a good quality one or we just get a road lavalier mm-hmm. you know attachment or do we just skip all that completely and just get the dji's which have their like design right they have little like magnetic clip-on things like for the lav right yeah so i sent yeah. you the picture you can see it on the 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 clips are metal and it comes mm-hmm. with the little magnet so you can put it on the inside of your shirt and the only thing that shows up is a little square black magnet. Right. Or it can also, you can plug a lav into it, and we can we can do that as well, just like we did before. Yeah. Yeah, um, we definitely want to, yeah, I mean, just because that's. It's easier. Light. Yeah. And yeah, I, can so, wear, I can wear it with t-shirts and stuff, you know, especially if we do, it's like the magnet part, which is cool. Yeah. You know? But these are, they're so tiny and light that we could, in a pinch, just clip on you and clip on someone else. And right. the second you, it's just one of those things, you open the door and it, everything turns on and it immediately yeah. syncs. <laughs> and then see those two at the top? They uh-huh. have clips that, that clip into the receiver that mount to whatever phone you want, Android or iPhone, right there. Oh, nice. And that clicks on t- right into the into your phone dust, and you can see the levels right on it, and then you are linked. Like it's, it's, it's like you don't have to nice. mess with it. Yeah. So you'll know it's, it's super easy for sound. Right, so yeah, if I'm live streaming with YouTube, stuff like yep. that, you know, you'll see it. You'll plug nice. that right into the bottom of your phone, boom, and you'll see it. Sweet. And then, um, yeah, the last thing, since it's a charging charging pack, it all comes in there. You just plug the whole thing in and forget about it, and then it's ready. It charges up, and then that's great. 
And then if you go out anywhere and you use them and they put them back into their box, they're charging right away. That's awesome. Oh, it's, and it's, is the really how like what size is it compared to the road? It's um about the same sl- maybe slightly thicker. Okay. But barely and much thinner. Like Not it's almost thin. half the size of the square since it's a rectangle. Okay. Um and maybe it's just a slightly thicker. thicker. Okay. But it's right. it's smaller than I thought it would be, which is nice. good. Oh, I can't. Yeah, great. I'll send you another picture in my hand. It, I don't know. <laughs> That's cool. It's not good for yeah, a podcast, I, but I do, yeah. Oh, look at these beautiful pictures. <laughs> oh yeah, right on. Okay. Yeah. Like it's it's really nice. thin, and it's got some other things that, for some reason, the the road two wouldn't. You couldn't do. Um. Each mic had to be the same gain. Right. So if we wanted to change a gain for whatever one won, maybe someone's a real soft talker and you're louder, you couldn't change it. They both had to be set up. Right. So I think that's really good to have because if you're the interviewer and someone's not used to be on camera, they're going to be quieter anyway, usually. Right. So maybe you want to bump theirs up a few and then dust. You're used to talking loud, so we'll have yours like normal. Yeah, right. Um. Nice. And then, uh, what else? Oh, also, one more thing. They each have internal recording. So, not only if you wanted to, you could do a backup, have mm-hmm. them running on their own. But, if oh, you wow. were out somewhere and just wanted to record just with this thing, just with this little box, right? you and I could set it up and like do a podcast. Yeah. And because just it, like put it on and just record mm-hmm. it. And yeah, then it's all story yeah. inside itself. That's yep. crazy. Isn't that awesome? And it's got That's something like awesome. 15, 15 hours of storage space within it. Dang. Yeah, That's they're sweet. Th- they're sweet. That's awesome. I'm so, excited. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It'd yeah, be like a podcast that... on the go. You could be out in the mountains with no nothing. And yeah. we just set these two things up. And start chatting. We could hook them to us or put them on a little stand, whatever, and just right. have a talk. That's uh, cool. Yeah. yeah, because there have been a few times where we've been places, you know, where we're like, oh, well, I guess we'll just we'll skip the podcast because we're both at the same place, but not like you know, not in a recording area. Yeah, you know, like camping or something like that, like you said. But yeah, that'd be that's that's really yeah. We cool. could just both sit down around the fire, clip yeah. to our shirts, and, and go and run. <laughs> that's cool. And yeah, the we'll receiver has a out. the receiver has a mic spot on it too, so you could also we could either bring headphones or monitor it if we needed to or wanted to check. Right. Nice. That's oh, great. It's such a, such a great little thing. Hopefully, it, it cool. works well. I did some tests today with with my wife and the kiddo. Had mics like one on her and one on the um, fridge just to like sit there. Right. Um. And and yeah. So so we'll see. It, nice. It's it sounded good. Um. We'll really have to get it in the shop and record, and yeah. But there were no huge glaring issues. You know, the sound sounded all right. So, yeah. So maybe tomorrow it's, we'll we'll spend just a little yeah. bit of time, you know, playing around with it before we start. Yeah. You know, its big test will be tomorrow. I'll have my my headphones in the whole time just to make sure I'm hearing everything correct. But, right. Yeah. And I guess you know the one benefit too is like if it's if it's all a little weird in the same direct in the same way, you know, when we record for this one then then you just make your adjustments in that that direction you know like if yeah if it's all a little low or if it's all a little high you know like that's yeah. the thing because we're using the same two new mics 
in a in a new situation, but for an entire video, like yeah. whatever things there are different between yeah. the road, which you know probably would be minimal, but if there were, like it would be consistent. Yeah. You know, so it'll all be you know it'll yeah, be different n- the same way. <laughs> yeah, people won't notice, and I think it is good right. to have a second mic available anyway because I've thought. Right. It's nice to have just a lav on you, but it would be nice to have a little bit more ambient noise in the background. Right. Yeah. You know, so it, I think it would be nice to have, when we shoot in general, keep both mics running. Have one, we'll just set it up somewhere in the shops, maybe somewhere high or something pointing down. Just to have that second mic picking up right. everything else uh, to get a nice a nice mix of close-up on you, that real nice yeah. clear voice close-up on you, and then a little bit more air, you know, in, in right. the recording. Yeah, too. Also, because I mean, there there are plenty of times where you're recording me doing something, and you're like across the room. Right. So you know, it could be more of like that sound, right? You can get some like depth. In right. The sound right. Get a little you, bit more it. presence yeah. to it. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm, I'm yeah. over here, and I can hear a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Speaking speaking of like camera presence, um, so we we just put out our new video, which is doing pretty well. It's doing one out of ten, which is what you hope every one of your videos does. <laughs> yeah. So, for those of you who aren't familiar with that, when when um, when you post a video, YouTube will give you it'll compare its analytics to your last nine videos, so the last mm-hmm. ten that you've put out, and it'll rank it based off of how well it's doing. So, um, right now it's doing one out of ten, which means it's doing the best out of our last ten videos, which is mm-hmm. good. Um. So it's the Vice restoration video, which I was super excited about and turned out really beautifully. Um, we put that up, and it was just it, it was just a really good video. Um, the Vice turned out really well, which I'm really happy with, and uh, and it was really it was cool to have Nicole come down and do some painting on it. You know that was kind of special. So um, it all turned out really well. Um, there's this one scene, I think. It's like I'm. I can't exact. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I'm doing something, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, let's look over here. Maybe it was after I was done. Um, we like finished it. And we're like, all right, now I'm gonna mount it on the table. Yeah. So I'm like, here it is. It's in my middle bench, and I and I turn and I reference the Yoast vice, and I kind of lean over toward it, and you like follow me. You like walk a little bit and follow me, and it's like. It's very, very much like this old house or like a TV production. It's like a, (laughs) or like a cooking show where like the camera's like moving back and forth with the person as they move around behind the, like, you know, the cooking Mm -hmm. area. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was very, I was like, oh man, that's like, so like that kind of, you know, in the shop with this person while they're talking with you and showing like, Hey, come over here. Let's check this out. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And then you like, you like follow with me, you know, and it's not a clip because a lot of times, you know, especially if I'm talking, you're still. You know, you get that, like, I mean, yeah. you, you move a little bit, like you never try to like hold like rigid, rigid, but like you don't often move with me when I'm like referencing something, but maybe right. you do, but we don't do that type of thing all that often. It's, you know, I like, mean, well, here, follow me over here and check yeah, out it's this. Like, you know? It's harder to do. Right. It slows things down because there's, then there's issues with me getting it right. Right. Which yeah. I like to cut out. Like, just capture whatever you have. I try, you know, I do that sometimes. Where I'm like, hey, Dust, can we do that again? I, I screwed something up. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. But I try to limit that type of thing. And, and limiting that thing is staying still. And whatever you talk about, I'll shoot later. Right. right. So if you, if you walk over here, I'll just kind of turn. But I won't follow you. And if you say Yoast Vice, I'll just kind of put an insert shot in later. But Right, yeah. Yeah, I think that one just, for whatever reason, lent itself to like, oh, okay, I'll walk over a few steps. 
yeah it was it was really funny how like how nostalgic it was i was like <laughs> oh man you know it's like and people say that all the time about our channel they're like oh it's so great it reminds me of you know like an old like an old show or or right. you know like uh like joy of painting with bob ross or whatever <laughs> like it yeah, has just because it, it's it. it's it's shot in like a a standard production way right yeah because the kind of the the basic rules that you learn and those are, are right. there and that's the so, thing like you you've learned all those rules right you work right. In, so, that, in that environment so like you have that where where a lot of youtubers don't you know a lot yeah of they, they just them, yeah they kind of learn they all kind of copy off what whoever's doing you know their favorite guy and that's mm -hmm, fine mm -hmm. but I kind of learned the quote unquote proper way to do it. So then you right. try to do that. And that just seems like, oh, that's just, oh, that's like a TV show. That's kind of the way they, they do it. Like, yeah, because right. there's like a set of rules you're supposed to do. Right. Um, yeah, that, was, that was fun. It was like, it was, it just surprised me how, how it like all of a sudden I like had that feeling and it was very obvious in my mind. I was like, that's fun. <laughs> that's yeah. Um, now I want to play. I'm going to play my uh, flamenco guitar for everyone real quick so oh, we can okay. talk about it. Yeah. And how it's, <laughs> it's like very simple, yeah. but I, I kind of, I mean, that's as good as I could play it, but I ended, mm -hmm. I ended up really liking it. Let me see. Let me pull up. So we get a little, uh, oh, oh, you're going to actually play. I'm going to try. Yeah. Recording or you're, yeah. Yeah. Hang on. I thought you were going to play the guitar right now for us. Oh, no. I mean, I could flow. do too, but it's, here, all right, here we go. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Those of you who are listening and are not aware of what that is specifically, <laughs> uh, that was during the during the tape peeling ASMR scene. Right, so you could hear the paper of it. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, "Why is it so crinkly? What was he doing?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I'm like peeling tape off of right. like after painting. <laughs> here, let me let me give you a taste of it. Ready? The guitar is right here. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> the real one. <laughs> That's what I'm nice. Doing. Nice. That's great. <laughs> and it's the same mic, so yeah, it probably sounds just like. I think Nicole, Nicole, my wife, was like, "Did Devin do that?" Or I was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "I was either Devin or or Matt at some point." Yeah. It. Those are the. No, I mean, who play it's, guitar. it's just you yeah. And Matt, people so. who know guitar, it's really simple. I'm just playing. Yeah, it's really I'm just playing like yeah. A minor and E, and just dun dun just dun, dun, dun 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 dun. Yeah. Just my thumbs right. going up and down. It's it's like stuff you learn in the beginning. Right. But then I added the second little bling, and that's like all yeah. the soloing I can do is ding, ding, <laughs> like real simple <laughs> notes. But I was really happy with it. Like, I was like, oh, that's. Yeah. But my idea was like, I want something like sexy for this because it's kind of funny. Right. Like, you're yeah. peeling everything off. And I was like, oh, I'll play something on the guitar. And then I could almost hear in like a. Like James Bonds in, in like Mexico or or you know Mission Impossible or something. They're yeah, like right, laying yeah. in bed like with someone like you know getting naked. I was like, oh yeah, 
<laughs> Sexy time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You sent me that clip and you're like, let me see if we can do a reel with it. So, so I actually had trouble with that because mm. uh, you emailed me the MP4, but you emailed me at, like as a, a drive. Um, a Google Drive thing. Yeah. Google Drive uh, for, or, you know, uh, um, a doc. Not doc, but you know, MP4. So, and I, I couldn't figure out how to get a drive file to download onto my phone. Mm. So I could then take it from my phone and put it onto Instagram and or YouTube shorts, which I couldn't like. So I don't, I don't know shorts very well. I know that they work similar to like reels and to TikTok where basically you edit in that program. Right. So, like with shorts, you're like editing in YouTube. The way yeah. you do with reels, you edit in Instagram. Um, and so I, I tried to just like add that clip in because in Instagram, I could put in, you know, I could shoot a video for a minute and then just drop that into Instagram and put that in as a reel. Right. But I tried to do that in shorts in YouTube and it only let me do like 15 seconds of it. Uh. So, um, I mean, so what I could do is I could like clip it into 15 second clips and then put them all in there and I could do it that way. Uh, which maybe I'll try to do, but um, but yeah, that's why it's only it w- I only put it up on reels, um, because I was like trying to, but for a while I just couldn't figure out the whole like that's when when you texted me I was like oh, I'm trying to work on it and I just couldn't figure out how to get it onto my right. phone. Right. I eventually I eventually found a way to like save a copy or no it said send a copy and then if I clicked on that it gave <laughs> me the option to save it to my phone <laughs> but it like took me a while I was like ah, yeah I also need so to you just I need to find a better like, it took me a while too to figure out. Because I had to redo like a sequence, right. and then I had to move the shots around mm-hmm. to have them all centered up nine by sixteen instead of sixteen by nine. Right. Um, so I'm like moving you left and right, and the whatever you're working on left and right, and then uh, do right, that. Right. But um, yeah. And once I um, once I got it on my phone, then I just edited it. I cropped it on my phone because it still gave me the like sixteen by nine. You yeah. Know, no, so it, it gave me the it, wide. So then I just it looks cropped great. it. And, yeah. So I just it looks came really right good. Into it. I think that'll be something we can do moving forward. Just pick like a, either something like that that we like yeah, or something right. funny that happens. Or right. or now I can go back and like find the bow breaking that sequence right. like with all the yeah. weird stuff happening. Just upload uh, that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And then, you know, you can say, you know, whatever. This is from this video or, or you know, just to have something, anything interesting happens. We can, I right. can. Because the content's there, it's already made. I just have to reformat it and yeah. upload it a different way. Yeah, maybe maybe we can come up with like a little intro, you know, just like a similar to maybe we just like take a like a clip of the one of the original, you know, me writing out like the art of craftsmanship and then folding the book or something, you know, go back to that and put that on shorts or something where it takes the first like three seconds or whatever. Just maybe. to like make it a, a mini video, you know what I mean? Yeah, Cause maybe. It's, instead of it just being a clip, it can be its own thing. Um, and you know, the ones that I've seen, I've seen other people do shorts who are getting into it, and you know, or yeah, or or you shoot like your own little, just a shot of you talking about it, like for like th- four seconds, right? Yeah, like oh, when your boat breaks and you weren't ready for it, and then you know, just yeah, it shows just, it, blah, 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 blah. right? Yeah. yeah, but yeah, so. That was fun. I was happy with that, and yeah. and um, the video was great. But I like I put on Instagram, like had to upload it five times, and it just yeah. <laughs> and each time I rewatch it because 
like when I don't. I miss those stupid. Uh, it's happened before, Dust, where yeah, it's the weird pixelation thing that YouTube does. There'll be some scene and there'll be some quick movement that it it pixelates it in all those squares like around the person, like you know, like a, like it's loading or something, but it's not. Cause right. I'm like, I'm like, oh no, and I roll back. I'm like, please don't come this time. It's the exact same spot, the exact same thing. I'm like, no, oh, man. And I kept I kept <laughs> texting. I kept texting you like. Okay, it's ready. And then I'd be like, oh, it's not. Hang on. And then it'd be yeah, like gotta, yeah, four hours later. Upload. I'm like, I think we can make it. Oh, it's not. Okay, tomorrow. If I get it by this time, we can do it. Like, let's put it up. Oh, damn. You know, maybe <laughs> maybe by noon. Uh, I'm like, I have a 5 p.m. You'll not blow 5 p.m. Like, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, at the end, you're like, it's fine. I'm done with this video. <laughs> yeah, I was like, whatever. I'm done. It's good. <laughs> take it and there's still too, yeah when we were i was i was watching it and typing in the description as i was watching it and so i obviously like my level of watching it wasn't the same as like what yours mm-hmm. was but mm-hmm. um i had watched all the way up until the very end and i didn't notice anything like any weird things or whatever and uh, so i texted you were saying oh no it's like it's bad i need to do it again i was like what do you mean i literally just watched it it seemed fine but I hadn't watched like when I texted that it was like like thirty seconds from the end, and the last thing was the la- was the like the patrons um, at the oh, end just didn't show up. Stupid. <laughs> so of course, like I didn't see that because it's the last five seconds of the video. Yeah, or it whatever, was. And I was like, uh, what happened there was, I had finished it, exported it, and I think I closed the, the program Premiere. And then when I put it back on, it must have loaded up an older version that didn't have a few of the, like, finishing touches that I do before I'm done. Right, yeah. And even actually a couple of the things were darker, like a couple of the scenes that I had brightened up on the the last pass. Right. um, Were darker. And kind of luckily, I was going to let them slide, but then it failed two times. And I was like... When I have to re-export the original, just to change it up, because I, I see where it's failing right now, and I got to change that little bit to hopefully that doesn't trigger it to fail, right? And re-export it from Premiere. So then I went back one more time and I like tweaked a couple little things that I that would have been passable, but mm-hmm. I also, if it was up to me, I'd I'd change them a little bit. So at least there's that. So we have the best version of it because it failed five times. You know? Right. Like, yeah. Exactly. The, definitely, there's a few more little bits. That I went, all right, well, brighten that up, turn this up a little bit, turn that down. Like, okay, fine. Like, it would have been a little, <laughs> a little off, but it's it's its best version, except for one spot, which was in the original shot that I had done, and I had just I had chosen that shot, and the first three or four times I had missed it that I had put it in and watched it, um, either I think I must have bumped up the gain while you were spray spray painting outside on one of these things mm, right and i didn't notice that i'd bumped it up in the middle of a shot or or sometimes i do that but then i just don't use it you know i go okay we'll start after the the iris change you know yeah um so it's in there it's a little boom you see it pop like a <laughs> like one f stop <laughs> Jumps from dark to slightly less dark. <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" But I was like, "Forget it!" Like, it's like whatever. <laughs> it could be like a light turning on in the background. I'm just gonna say that's what it is and move along. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that Other you, than... like, you see that stuff, you know. Well, you, you see it, and, like, it's like we were talking about in the beginning of the podcast, where it's like when you've done something, mm-hmm. you notice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's not exactly like that, but, like, you, you see the flaws because you know, because you fixed them. You know, so right. like when you see something like so if I see, yeah, if I look at someone's knife who thinks it's a really good knife and I see a flaw that they may not have noticed, it's because I've had that flaw happen to me and I've right. fixed it in the past. Right. So like your 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 eyes are attuned to seeing those things because you're looking for them because you've already fixed them before. You right. know, so, you know, like these are things that I'm like and I may look at that same scene and just think. I might not think anything because it's like, oh, that must just be a light flicking on or off in the background. Right, right. You know, like I wouldn't think of it as, uh, you know, a, a gain or, or like a, you know, um, an f stop change or something. You know what I mean? So, right. Yeah. But uh, it's there, <laughs> so you guys can find it. And if you if you um if you shout it out, we'll send you a sticker or something. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like I see it. <laughs> Um, I want to, um, real quick, uh, before I forget, um, we have a new, one of our patrons and not a new patron, but one of our patrons, um, when I shouted out our patrons last week, um, this is Bob, it's at, um, shed underscore 72 on Instagram. Um, and I confused him with another Instagrammer called shed time down under. Um, so, so Bob is, um. He's uh, again. He's shed underscore seventy two. He also has another um, Instagram handle called uh, the shoe shop, the shoe shed. Um, but but yeah. So he does like axes and and all sorts of cool different stuff. But um, but yeah. I just wanted to make sure that everyone I shout him out. He's a I think he's a climber as well. I think that's what the shoe shed is. Like he does. Um, if I remember correctly, I don't remember specifically, but. Maybe not. Let me not say something that's wrong again. But yeah, <laughs> but shed underscore seventy two, um, Bob. Thank you so much for being a patron as long as as well as with our other patrons. Um, uh, yeah, he's in the UK, and he does like some some knife making and some axe restoration and stuff, and kind of documents stuff online. So, so it's not shed under not shed time down under. That's another guy, the Australian guy I was talking about. So, Bob, we appreciate you and. Uh, Thanks for um, correcting me. He sent me a message. He's like, hey, man, I think you're getting me confused with this other guy. Thanks, so. thanks for nothing, <laughs> asshole. I know, right? <laughs> patron deleted. Hey, we, we love... Uh, That's the, weird. We lost a patron on Friday. That was weird. <laughs> we love the Aussies. <laughs> Good day, He's like, mate. what the hell are you talking about? Good day, Bob. Uh, Austria. <laughs> well, then. <laughs> Put another shrimp on the mic. <laughs> was that Dumb and Dumber? Yeah. Good day, mate. <laughs> what a lovely accent. Where's it from? Austria. <laughs> Australia. Oh, man, that's so good. I, I've been I've been wanting to watch that movie again just because it's so good. Like every oh, line is just always comedic good. genius. It's so funny. <laughs> um, man, we've been rambling about well everything. Um, yeah, all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, let's see the, what else we talked about the vice. Or we didn't really talk about the video. We talked about the issues. I guess we had. Yeah. But. Yeah, it no, did. Is, it yeah. did as good as we can hope for it to get. Other than right. YouTube not suggesting it anywhere, right? Because <laughs> that's always that's your biggest chunk of views. For right. people who don't know, you get like uh, people who searched about it, people who browsed, notifications. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a usually if something goes viral, that's your smallest percentage. Right. Your biggest yeah. percentage is YouTube suggesting it. 
Right. Which was our lowest percentage on this video. And we're happy that it got thousands of views, but, you know, if it's our number one thing, it still only has, like, 3,500 or 4,000 views. Right. Yeah, and uh, there's nothing we can do about it other than hope YouTube <laughs> suggests it somehow. Like, if we only had, like, an insight to why or when they suggest something or who knows. But So we'll just keep putting out the best stuff we can, we can, we can do. And then hopefully, maybe a few years down the road, one will take off. Kind of like, <laughs> kind of like there's yeah. a few that right now have been doing better just right. kind of out of nowhere. And you just hope that happens somewhere down the road but like yeah a bunch of people commented on it. a lot of people said nice things i mean like right. everyone it was like if if our audience normally watch stuff for seven minutes everyone's watching it for 15 like it tells you right. all that stuff like everyone yeah. it's it, it's as engaging as we could possibly make it but it's not going anywhere because youtube hasn't suggested it for whatever reason but right yeah but whatever what, 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 what can you do about that up. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, exactly. Yeah. What can you do? Nothing. You just like you that's just, the best thing we can just, put out. Yeah. Like if, you if you don't like the old man, yeah, the old man in the sewer turns <laughs> on your pipes at some if, point. If yeah. you don't like that video, that we got nothing else. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. That's like the most interesting thing. It's got like Dustin messing up. It's got family history. It's got this yeah. great like transformation of a thing. It's got interesting facts. Like the, the, that's what it. It's yeah. got it, new, new, beautiful Spanish music written by me. Like, come on, what else? It's got it all. Yeah, come right, on. exactly. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. Who, you know, I don't know. Who knows? Who, who but knows? I, you know what? Then, like, like we always said, then there's a few comments from people like we know and like yeah. and respect yeah. that were like, "Oh, that's great," or which I always like personally, selfishly, is when people's like. Dustin, that it's it looks great. Then they're always then there's like a and a great video, yeah, or it's right, great exactly. video and great project. Yeah. Then I'm I'm I always get a little like okay, all right, like it's a part right, of right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. oh great show. I loved how it turned out. Like all right, great show, cool. It's like all right, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, we actually get quite a few comments like that, which is really nice. It's really uh, heartening, you know, like that that people recognize the effort that goes into the production quality, you know. So, yeah, yeah, I'm always like, like, oh, yeah. thanks, you know, trying to yeah, like, I'm like, shout right. it out. Right. <laughs> I get I get a, I get a shout out there thrown in, like, okay, right, exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm really happy with it. It's it's uh, like I told Dustin, I was like, there's. I had no idea it'd be 30 minutes long, but there were so yeah, many right, good little exactly. gems and good little bits yeah. and like, you know, you losing the screw and then us like being goofy and like drawing the RIP <laughs> thing and having like a little right. piece of music and, <laughs> and the, yeah, and like that. the pouring out a little bit for the lost yeah, like it was fun. Like, yeah, we'll have fun being yeah. silly. Yeah. Like it's, it's cool. I, I enjoy that. Oh, and yeah. then which we didn't talk about Nicole being in it, which I yeah. loved. Like I think I said last week, like I loved having someone else to yeah. shoot, but now I had someone else to like edit. Like the you guys back and forth was cool. Yeah, like yeah, doing I like that doing too. like you looking at something, and then Nicole's looking. You know, you looking at the grinding, and then switching right to her face looking at what she's working on. Yeah, yeah, and then cutting it back and forth between you guys, and then and then you walk over, and we kind of like, hear you a little bit, and then 
then you guys start to chat about it. And we I like we I picked all that up, and that was all, yeah, totally. I mean, pretty much natural. I mean, you both knew you were on camera, but the first time when you walked over, I was like shooting tight on her, and then right. she kind of looks over and like shows like something, and then you kind of walk up and start to talk about it, and then from yeah. there on out, uh, I just yeah. started shooting you two guys together, right? Talking yeah, about stuff. yeah, that was her. She was talking about like how thick the black paint was on the word Wilton. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, she's like, mm-hmm. you think it's too thin or too thick? Yeah, because that was just like a, a straight up normal conversation. That was the first time that like I came over and talked to her about what she was doing. Yeah. You know, and obviously like, again, like we both know we're on camera, but that was not like a staged. It was like, a, oh yeah, because she was, she was like, is that, what do you think about this? Because right. it was like, she had finished the first one. And I was like, huh, you know, I was like, maybe it does look a little too thin, but maybe let's, let's wait and do the rest of it and see how it looks then. And then we'll make adjustments, you know? So yeah, now that was cool. I really liked that. Yeah. I liked the conversation. I liked that. That also goes back to the kind of the mic situation where we had just kind of put the mic down near Nicole, Mm -hmm. you know, like kind of in front of her. So that Mm -hmm. way it would pick up that sound. And then you get that, you get that sense of depth where like the mic isn't right on me or her. So like me walking over and talking, if you sound like it sounds like I'm walking up toward the camera, you know, right. so you get this, like, that's kind of cool. So that might be kind of, you know, an interesting aspect to, you know, when you're editing sound and you have a secondary mic, that's just picking up shop sounds. You know? Yeah. And have a little bit of that. Right. So it's not yeah. right on you, but, um, yeah, that was uh, cool. There was a, a was lot to say. We, we enjoyed it. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. We're, not, we're not trying to toot our own horns. We just, constantly we sometimes i do think i'm like oh, we're talking too much about our own thing like you know smell our own farts but <laughs> but like we're, we're we're just trying to show like this is, this is how we normally talk it's, it's just our enthusiasm about something working right right yeah. there's a lot of videos that i mean they all work but if we if we point something out specifically we're just happy that it all kind of lined up right um i'm really glad nicole was in that and that, that was like it was perfect. Like it wasn't too much. It was. Yep. She just kind of showed up, did her thing. It was like beautiful. It, it all worked great. And then, um, but that was a longer sequence than I thought it would be as well. Like I edited right. it and I edited it down some. I'm like, well, I don't want to take any more away from this. Right. I want. I want it to breathe a little bit. Like this is great. You get to see Dustin's wife, and you get to see him talk about yeah. stuff. And like, there was a lot of talking I did cut out, so I didn't want to do any more. I'm like. I'm like yeah. you got you got a quarter of what they actually I captured and it's still right. long but I don't want to I don't want to get rid of more than that like we've hit our limit let's just make this painting sequence 5 minutes long like why not right yeah and you you also got you got her like her opinion on a color which is good because <laughs> mm-hmm. like when we did the blue she's like no nope, that's not the one you know so it wasn't that like it wasn't like she just came down and painted some letters right uh, it wasn't like here here's your colors just paint you know it wasn't just like a a mindless thing like yeah and it, she's actually a, an artist so like right. she had her own opinions on what it should be and how her, the colors yeah, should look the, and, the immediate like it wasn't she wasn't asking you she yeah, she, no. she she pulled out the color and went no 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 that's wrong and you you backed her up you're like yeah yeah like it was, it was obvious to you both, but right away she wasn't going to use that, no matter what you said. Right, it exactly. was her own like artistic thing. Like, hey, no, that's obviously wrong. We're not doing right. that. And then you're like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's not. 
Yeah, because I was like, well, here, put a little bit of that blue over there. Let's just see what it looks like down on the thing. And she was like, okay. She's like, it's not the right one. But I was like, well, let's just put it down and see. Because it might look different. Or maybe it'll look good against the white and blue. And she like right. put it down. She's like, yep, nope. <laughs> not, and I was like, yeah, you're right. It's not it. It's too yeah. light. Sorry, babe. <laughs> yeah. And I like how like you got the shot of her putting the paints out like really like organized on the table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because that was like yeah. kind of nice. That's like very much that like my mindset of like that organization. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ooh, that's satisfying. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just a nice like it's visually nice. Just all those colors. I love I love shooting yeah. that when there's like a, a rainbow of colors. It's just a nice. It's a pretty shot. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it's fun stuff. So go watch it if you haven't watched yeah. it. <laughs> Tell a friend. Uh, we're we're doing our best. That's all yeah. we can do. So I um uh I <laughs> Okay, so the other day I was thinking this might have been last week sometime. Oh, maybe after we st- we were talking about all the uh the shows that we've been watching and I kind of forgotten about Rings of Power the the lord mm. of the rings show you know mm. like i want to watch it because i love all the lord of rings stuff so so this week uh might have been two nights ago maybe um corinne and i were home and nicole was um she she was just home late from work and so we started watching the first episode so we're like watching it and and it like um it it seemed like it was kind of like starting in a weird kind of unanswered area of of the story but but it didn't seem completely out of the ordinary so i was like okay we're watching like that's fine and you know it's like all these different things are happening and and we're about maybe two-thirds or so like halfway to two-thirds through the episode and when nicole got home and she like comes she's like ah you know she's like oh cool you guys are watching this power i was like yeah she's like all right and she's like um she's like oh wow you're really far along like you've really watched a lot i was like no this is like you know just a little bit past halfway through the first episode. She's like, this isn't the first episode. I was like, really? She's like, no. I was like, really? And so I like paused and, you know, like pushed a button. So it'd show me where it was. And it was episode. It was like season one, episode eight. (laughs) I was like, oh crap. (laughs) Which I think is the last episode in the first season. (laughs) So we like fucking watched like half of the last episode before we even started the first episode. I was like, damn it. Although, like, it didn't really give away anything, but it did, like, it was some scenes of things happening that, you know, definitely were, like, a big thing that, you know, happens later and later in the in the story where it's like, oh, this is what this thing is, you know, or yeah. you find this out without giving stuff away. So, so we're like, did you, did you watch any more after that? Yeah. So I went back to the first episode and I watched the first and second episodes. Um, I would say they're, they're just as baffling. <laughs> like it's like there's so much right they they try a lot yeah. they 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 squish down i don't know it's like a thousand years or, or thousands and thousands of years of, of right of uh samarillion the Silmarillion, or, or, yeah whatever whatever background text they use yeah and i understand yeah. and i understand they have to they have to do that mm-hmm. but it's like you lose it you've got too much and there's and maybe you you've noticed already, like the traveling from one area to the next. There's mm, they don't yeah. show it. It's just they show up somewhere. And it's like wait, that took them like a year in the book. Yeah, right. They did these <laughs> travels and they made it, and all of a sudden they're like showing up at the door. Like, hey, I'm here. 
<laughs> or I'm there and I'm I'm on this boat and then I'm not and then I swim home. And it's like yeah, wait, like right. wait, what are you talking? You are all the way out at the edge of the world, like, right? <laughs> and you just like jump off a boat. What are you doing? Like it's the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Like it, like I think I, I talked to a friend about it. And what I said was there's a room of people, like, pitching story ideas. And there's one person saying, hey, but what about this? Right. And how is this going to happen? How does this work? How does that work? That doesn't make sense. And whoever that was in that room, they shut them down. <laughs> and they just said, look, this is what we're making. This is where yeah. we want to go. This is our vision. Stop asking questions. Yeah, right. Because we don't want to like, hear you. We need we're to get to the be- the rings. You know, like, and that happens this time. And so, but we want to show everything else. So, like, how do we show it all? Stop stop asking questions about why and what, and that doesn't make sense. We don't want to hear that. We're making it. (laughs) Okay? So, move out of the way. Like, they just just put that person out of the writer's room and then continued on with, like, what they thought the exciting bits were. Right. It's like, but if there's no... Again, we're always talking about you got to like pay it off and you got to build up to that payoff. Right. Yeah. A payoff without any build up isn't anything. Knocking over a building in a superhero movie doesn't mean anything unless you build it up properly. Right. Which is why I don't like those movies because they, they destroy towns and cities and you don't care. Right. You're like, yeah, yeah whatever. That's just what happened. A couple of skyscrapers fell over. Like, that's a huge disaster. In any other movie, that's the end. That is the huge right. thing that happens. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a fight <what> we... club. <laughs> right, right. You got to build it up. Right. You, the explosion is at the end. The huge giant thing. That they yeah. just go like, ah, don't worry about it. We want the thing, without, without the the work to, to to pay it. You know. Right. Yeah. It's like the rich kid getting the Lamborghini. You don't appreciate it. You just have a Lamborghini. <laughs> Where's the foreplay? <laughs> Where, where's the Mercury Tracer? Yeah, right. Exactly. If you don't have that, you don't appreciate the Lambo. Where's the Camry? <laughs> where's the Camry? Where's the Suzuki Samurai? Yeah, Come where's on. the where's the tan like LeBaron? <laughs> Le Come on. Where's the LeBaron with the with the seatbelts that 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 go over your shoulder by themselves? <laughs> yeah, right. When you're not ready to be seated in, but it's still. You're like, I need to build up. <laughs> yeah, it just, and the cast doesn't click necessarily, not because it's like, I don't, I, I understand uh, diversity and wanting to see different types of people on the screen. Like, I understand right. all yeah. that, but yeah, if the person sucks, the person sucks. Like, if I'm not invested in it, like, I, none of the actors are, are that great. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're all okay, but there's not like this draw to any of them that I feel like. Oh, this person's yeah. really good. Like I just didn't, I didn't, yeah. I didn't get that. Right? Yeah, yeah. And like as I said, I've only watched the first ep- two episodes and half of the last episode. But, <laughs> 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 but, uh, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I kind of got that feeling. Yeah, there's, there's not like other than Galadriel, and I feel like she, the girl who's playing her at least is like very. Uh, She's like visually emotional, right? I think she like kind of builds. Like she seems really deep the way like her face is. You <laughs> she's know? very stern the whole yes. time. She, yeah, she got so there's like a, there's a depth in in her look, which I think works. Um, 
but yeah, like a lot of the other people are just very like topical. It's hard to yeah. There's not someone who like really stands out as a really like a character you can either really grab onto either positively or negatively. You know, right? And a lot of these and any any movie or any show, there's always a couple people that stand out and they're like, oh, a star was born. Right, this person's yeah. going to be a star. Like that happens in like every big show, and this right, no one was saying any of that. Like. Oh, this person's great. We can't wait to see more of them. Like, like half the people in Game of Thrones, you right? Know? Like yeah, all of exactly. those people have gone on to do so much stuff because right away, or within time, you're like, oh, this person's great. Like, I don't even have to question, right? What they're doing, you just you buy into it. And that's it. Like, I'm I'm not trying to be overcritical or super picky. When it's good, it's good, and then I, I lose myself in it. Yeah. Right. But then once the cracks start to be seen, then then you're just like looking for cracks, and you're like, yeah, this this place is gonna fall down. This sucks. <laughs> <There's> cracks <laughs> everywhere. Cracks. Forget it. I don't like going it. On here? Yeah, right. Exactly. There's too much money for all these cracks. What are you doing? <laughs> it's so shiny though. It's just so shiny. <laughs> like yeah, but it's full of cracks. Look how pretty. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> cracks everywhere. I will say this is very pretty. <laughs> it looks nice. They put a lot of money into it. Uh, yeah, it does look really nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I like all the like the Harfoot stuff. That's kind of fun, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. The you know, I mean, I like it's you know. Yeah, it, it's like, cool. Yeah, and I like um, the uh, the elves, uh, like the kind of warrior elves. I like their they had the like this like armor that looked like the green man's face on it and stuff. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that is nice. Like walking around. So, so yeah, like you said, it's very pretty, right? There's a ton of money into it. So they're able to make these like really beautiful things. So, yeah. But yeah. And I, it's so much, you know, like work done to make these great sets and these great things. And it's such a, it's even more of a letdown when it doesn't pay off. Yeah. Like, ah, it's so it could be so good like what are you doing like that's why when the, the writing is so simple where everything just seems simple and kind of dumb that's then important. it's just like oh yeah. it's such a letdown to everything else to all the creative people that are behind yeah. it the hundreds and hundreds of people probably thousands of people behind it just because the 10 people in the writer's room didn't 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 do it right or you know right yeah yeah maybe like i wonder if that has something just to do with the the way the Silmarillion is written, like it's all these stories yeah. that span thousands of years, you know, and that's why the Silmarillion is not nearly as loved as the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah, because you know? yeah, it's, it's more it's of not, like a textbook. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right. And so maybe that, like, maybe that's unfortunately is getting translated some into the show, right? Like, oh, these are all these right. like things that like, that don't really fit together super well because it's so much. It's such a span of time. Yeah, you know, trying to talk about the history of this entire race of people and you know, and the different beings on Middle Earth. So, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I still, yeah, like you said, I still like it because it is like really cool. Like visually, it's really beautiful. So as like a creative person, I'm like, oh, look at that, look at that, yeah, look right, at that, you know. Nice. So yeah, but then yeah, like as just a story in itself, yeah, there isn't like any one character that I'm like really into. You know, I like I they do. A, there's a lot of stuff with like smiths and like making things, which is cool. You yeah, know, like they're agree, like yeah. all about that in the show. That's a cool, um, you know something that's different than a lot of other shows. So that's kind of a cool thing, but, um, yeah, but yeah, it's almost like, it's almost like just that all that stuff was like, is more important than the character development. Right. Yeah. 
maybe the character is just the rings that they're going to eventually make. So <laughs> the character comes <laughs> in season two. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, so I want to talk briefly about uh, about my birthday weekend last weekend, which is awesome. Oh, happy birthday! <laughs> yeah, it was it was great. I um, I was like, I did a, a little live stream real quick today, just showing some stuff that I'm working on. I'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, someone I forget who it was. Someone popped one like right away and was like, "Happy birthday!" I was like, "Oh, oh, thank you." <laughs> so like, <laughs> I guess I've just talked about it enough on social media that yeah. everyone's like, "We we um, both did post about it." So yeah, right, exactly. Um, but yeah, so we went to Berkeley Springs, which is in West Virginia, and uh, it's this little town that was founded in 1776. Oh, nice. Here's our country, which is pretty cool. Um, and uh, and it's it's famous for its hot springs, um, so like natural mineral hot springs that are mm-hmm. there. And uh, so because of that, like most places that have hot springs, it was very much a like destination for famous people as well as, um, you know, uh, like people that were invalid, you know, like people who were trying to get healthy. Right. Um, right. So is invalid the proper term? Um, it, it was, I'm trying to think there was a, so there are a couple like uh, poster boards around the town that have like historical stuff written on them. And one of them talked about the houses in town. It actually had a picture of the house that we were staying in was one of the pictures, which was called the manor house. It was mm. this beautiful big house. Um, and it had, what was it like one, two, three, four, five bedrooms. Um, each bedroom upstairs had a sink in the bedroom, like a working sink. So like, you know, and they were like kind of like bureau-y sinks with like stone, you know, tops um, with like running water and stuff. So, and, and we were kind of talking about, we were like, oh, it must've been maybe a hostel at some point or something like that. Right. You know, cause then the room has its own sink so you can brush your teeth and do whatever, but then you use like a, you know, communal bathroom. And so then I was walking around town one day um, while, so our, so we went over on Friday evening, um, Saturday morning, myself and uh, Kate and Liz and Nicole, uh, we all went and got a massage in the like one part of there, like the whole spa Ooh. thing that's part of that. Yeah. Nice. Um, and I'll come back to that. But so, yeah, so, so <laughs> later that day, they were, they were, some of us were doing other stuff and myself and Brian, we walked around town to go to like the different, there's an antique mall in town and then a little antique shop. So we went and we were kind of checking them out and, um, and that we were looking at these historic boards and one of them had the pictures of the houses and stuff. And it talked about in the legislature when they made the town, like a national, um, like a, his, uh, whatever, like a destination type thing, like a national register thing. When it was made, there was legislation that wrote in law that if you made houses over a certain size, they had to include rooms that you could rent out to, and the term is, is, it's not invalid, but like, you know, it was like, and the reason why I said that is because that's more of that type of term, you know, it's no, like a historical, I understand, like, and I don't, I'm not, invalid. You know, obviously yeah, I'm not no. offended by it. I just, yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what's the proper way to say it. Yeah. But I think, I mean, that's how I think they referred to him back then. It's fine. Right. Yeah. Because also that would, that could be, you know, 1776, right? Cause that's the, 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 our country, we just finished up the revolutionary war you know and there was like a lot of people that were hurt and invalid because they had you know lost a leg or whatnot you know like had like 
crazy lung problems because they've been breathing in gunpowder and cannon smoke for <laughs> for like you know years so like there's so they had so they put in law that like there were a certain amount of rooms had to be designed to let people come and stay in your house wow. so like ah oh, that's really cool so that would have been like why you know and i think this is probably like a mid uh 1800s or so house that was built you know it's still a really old house but not like not the 1776 but um right yeah it's really cool so yeah so it's all that so so we went down so back to the massages we go down in the morning and uh so we walk down the hill because our where we're staying is just kind of like up the hill a little bit it's probably a it's like a five minute walk it's like three blocks down to the main road and then like two blocks over and one over to get over to the spa um so we go in and there's included in the massages is a 15 minute soak beforehand in their like hot tub sauna rooms mm-hmm. so these like and so i wasn't sure how it would work exactly but we all kind of like you know we split up into like the men's area and the women's area we all got like into our robes and our bathing suits because we knew we'd be like going to the, the hot tub first and then it was like a shared room so it was really nice so it was like the four of us went into like one room like this big hot tub room and, and he just uh, came in stark naked. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I thought it was different. <laughs> I thought it was all by myself. Come on oh, over here. Is... You're in the guy's area, and now it combines. <laughs> <You're> like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, so that was fun. So, but it was really cool. Um, like, I've only ever had one other professional massage, um, which was great, but it, it wasn't like it didn't start with a soak in a hot tub, which if you've ever been in a hot tub, that's just like loosens all your muscles and you're just like super relaxed and like your inner core is so warm and like comfortable. And so it was really nice. So we got to like relax in this like beautiful bath, you know, housey type room with all like marble and stone (laughs) and whatnot. And, and then went in for, you know, did that for a few minutes and then had like a half an hour massage, which is super nice. So we like, we're staying, they, they're like, they knock on the door, like, okay, come on out, it's time for your massage. So we come out and, um, and we're like kind of standing there and they're like, there are these three men standing there and they're like, okay, who's we're like, what's your name? And they're like, blah, blah, blah. And so like one of the girls goes with one and then there's like another girls goes with another and then another, another, the girl goes with the third guy and I'm standing there and she's like, okay. And like, and like Tara will be over for you in a second. And I was like, all right, <laughs> like I got, the, I got Tara, <laughs> not like one of these dudes. <laughs> right. This is Michael. He's got soft hands. Seinfeld. Don't worry. <laughs> Hey, oh, man. <laughs> Mike, go ahead, bro. Have at it. <laughs> no, but yeah, and I don't know. I mean, it it may correlate <laughs> to the fact that, like, on my when I was writing in for my stuff, like, what you want, what type of massage, <laughs> it may correlate <laughs> to what type of massage I wanted. Women's no. <laughs> hands. <laughs> no, I was just like because I don't have a ton of like sore muscles in my back or legs or anything. I just that's not how I. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You know, I don't get stress in my muscles. Um, but. <laughs> What's your so. what's your what's your problem areas? Well, it depends who's massaging. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I don't I don't need Bob to rub my ass. <laughs> there wasn't anything. It was like, do you want glutes or chest? Like all that stuff, you know. So, <laughs> so I was like, I was rubbing like back. your pecs, <laughs> Look, looking you in the eye. All right, Bob. Thanks, Bob. That was great. Oh, yeah. So it was like, you know, have you ever had a professional massage before? I was like, checked off yes. It was like, what do you like the most about a massage? And I was like, I just wrote like it's relaxing. And then there was a spot where there's like a body and you're supposed to like circle areas that you want specific work done. Like things that are, you know, the areas that are are 
bothering you. And I just like mm-hmm. left it blank because I didn't have any areas that were bothering me. <laughs> so I think that also may have come into play. Like, okay, here's someone who, who doesn't have a ton of like muscles. They, they And I put like, you know, I don't want like a really hard massage, you know? Oh, so yeah. it was like, okay, well a woman yeah. is going to have, you know, not a strong hand. So um, that's what they Kate, say, man. I've yeah. had some tough ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she definitely it's like, like it's she, like she hit some spots harder. in my back. Yeah, right. They've got I'll, some I'll prove you. Yeah, right. These little points on you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Nicole, Nicole, and Kate had both had male masseurs before. Um, Liz had not, so that was her first time. She was like, "That was a little weird." Like she was like, "It was just something different," you know. She was like, "It was fine," but but um, she but Kate, the guy who was massaging Kate. He had um, he was like blind in one eye and then maybe mostly blind in the other eye as well, um, and because Kate said like he he wasn't making eye contact with her with his good eye before the the massage right, <laughs> so she's like he may have been like mostly blind in that eye too, which I was like what a perfect p- profession for a blind guy, you know <laughs> like a massage like that's. That's like perfect, you know. It's like all about. It's just about like how your hands work. It's not about how you for an, see. So. For an invalid, <laughs> it's perfect. Perfect job for you. <laughs> Is that the correct term for that? <laughs> but yeah, that was really cool. And so then we we went back up to the house, and it's surprising how like after being in like a hot tub room for fifteen minutes and then a massage. You know, where I had, like, all my clothes off. You know, at that time I was really comfortable temperature-wise. But then just, like, finishing the massage and putting all my clothes back on, I was, like, sweating profusely. I was like, "Ah, so hot. So I, like, went outside. Fortunately, it was cold outside. But then we walked back to the house where we have to, like, walk up the hill. It's a pretty steep climb. So by the time we get back up, we're, like, hot again. Like, (laughs) it was stripping off layers and stuff. And then, um, so then about an hour and a half later or so, Nicole and Kate and Liz went back down to go to the Roman baths with uh, our daughter, Corinne, and then uh, Liz, Liz's daughter, Catherine. So, like, the five of them, the five ladies, went back down and, and went to, like, the Roman baths and had, like, a, you know, like a soak. I, it was different than where we were. It was, like, more of the middle, the more traditional, like, all big stone marble, like, yeah. bathhouse type thing where it's yeah. all, like, steamy and more, I think it's more, like, I, I don't know. For some some somehow I've never I haven't gotten the details of what that room was like. Like it just hasn't come up. We haven't had time to I haven't had time to ask Nicole what it was like. Describe to me what it looked like. But You're like I don't know. Yeah. We're just sitting up here drinking, so we kind of forgot. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, it's like Brian and I were left behind. Um, Sean didn't end up making it because Alistair ah. Alistair got sick at school and like was vomiting all over the place on Friday. Oh no! And so then Kate came with Emery, <laughs> and. uh and Sean stayed home with Alistair and their intention was to switch then the next day like Kate would drive home and then Sean would come over for the second night but then Sean got sick and Damn. so so he was just sick too so he just stayed home with Alistair and just like dealt with a sick baby while being sick and let Kate stay mm. I was like man that's tough <laughs> So he missed out on the weekend, unfortunately, which sucks. But uh, you know, because that was my big like 40th birthday weekend getaway thing. So Damn. it was it was a shame not to have him. But um, you know, we missed him. And but it was cool. We played lots of games and drank a bunch and hung out and <laughs> and we you know walked around the town, did the town stuff, went to shops, and then Nicole and I on the way back, um, we uh, our parents were watching 
the our dogs so we went from berkeley springs over to them which it was actually shorter to get to their house by about 15 minutes than it would be for us to get home because it's about two hours even from our house over to berkeley springs it was about an hour and 40 minutes to mom and dad's house mm. um so we went like the northern route we went up like we went to frederick and then we went up through gettysburg and then kind of crossed that way and there are a bunch of great antique stores along the way so that was kind of the last hurrah of my birthday weekend was corinne went with the greens home and then lit and then then nicole and i just drove along and so we stopped at like four or five different shops and that's where i got a bunch of different stuff which yeah. i showed pictures of so yeah it was good it was fun good time and i found a really cool place i think it's called like donna's old barn or something like that um <laughs> i wasn't actually gonna stop anymore like i was like okay i'm done i'm not stopping anymore because nicole was done she was like yeah, I don't really want to stop anymore. We just want to get going. So I'm like, oh, it's fine. So I'm driving down the road and like, you know, I'm still kind of half keeping my eye open for antique stores just because, you know, I can't help it. <laughs> and so <laughs> um, we're driving along and there's like a barn on the left and I don't notice it at first because there's kind of uh, some like outbuildings that come up to the road. And then I drive by and I see that it's like a big antique store barn and all outside there's like all this stuff outside all this like rusty metal stuff which always catches my eye you know there's like tons of stuff outside and so i would like hit the brakes like pulled off (laughs) swung around drove back she was like what i was like come on no look at it It looks so nice turned out to be like the best antique store i've ever been in (laughs) it's so awesome and not that i got anything i think i did get i got like a pair of sheep shears i found while i was there um but it had so much blacksmithing stuff and like mm. tons of axes and things like most of them were quote unquote overpriced, like not what I want to pay for them. Um, but like lots of good stuff, you know? So if I was like looking for something, like I know I could probably go look there and try to find a, a good, you know, there was like a, um, a, a keen, a keen cutter, you know, single bit axe for like 75 bucks. You know, there were some, some, some like nice things that, you know, you could get a good deal on and probably resell for, for a better price. But, um, but then there were, you know, three or four anvils. There were a bunch of post vices. There were tons of hammers and, and, um, you know, like swage blocks and just like tons of stuff. And it was yeah. just the whole inside of this barn was just packed. And it was like nicely curated, but it was still packed. You know, it wasn't like a junk shop. It was like, yeah. like they really had done some, you know, some work collecting the stuff. And, and yeah, so it was like t- just a ton of good stuff. So in the event that I need something, like I need a piece of something in my blacksmithing, uh, you know, hobby. Like that's, that's definitely the place I'll go back up to. Cause like just tons of hammers, tons of, you know, tons of just like, yeah, like lots of tongs, all sorts of cool stuff. So it was, uh, it was a good stop. Yeah. That's sweet. Um, yeah. so yeah, tomorrow running yeah. up to, uh, the antiques capital of the USA, mm-hmm. Adamstown <laughs> PA, apparently who knew? Um, I know, right? It's like an hour, <laughs> hour and a half from from us so we're yeah. gonna go up um and we're gonna look for some stuff we really want to find the the um the what's it called something tree and now i forgot the name of it hall tree hall tree <laughs> i was like I forgot what we're looking for but i know what we're looking for if i see it um look yeah, for that's a hall what we tree. About last week yeah. yeah so we got a bunch of yeah antique malls and stuff so we're gonna be going up there early tomorrow and spend uh, two or three hours and uh, before Maeve's nice. nap, and we're going to just go see what we can find. And 
I'm excited. I got a bunch of stuff, you know. I'm always got things on my mind, stuff I want. Yeah. Like, and we, we're gonna take the truck, so we're we're ready. We're ready nice. to spend money and bring <laughs> stuff back. So, look out, that's, Adamstown. <laughs> that's great too. Like when you, you know, if you have something in mind, right? You're like looking for some stuff, but it also gets you in the mindset to like, if you see something else that then could work for something else, you're already in the mindset mm-hmm. of like, I'm looking for furnishings. You know, I'm looking for interesting things. Yeah. I have an idea yeah. of what I want, but you know. Yeah, that's fun. You know, it's like we're in, yeah, know. we're in full bo- full blown like search mode now since nice. since we got the door in like it's it's go time. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting done. We got to get that done, and we got to get the kitchen done, and then from there on, we'll, we'll go from there. But um, I love it. I think Caitlin was saying something about. I was like, all right, we got like a let's find a day off and go do that. Or then I was like, maybe it's just you and me. Maybe we, we you know, um, leave Maeve with someone. Right. She's like, that's what you want to do when you're day off. I'm like, what? That that is what we like to do. What What's better than that? Like, yeah, right. Searching <laughs> around for like uh, treasures and then having lunch somewhere and like getting a few beers. Like, as a as someone in their thirties, <laughs> like what else? With a what's family, better than that? What is yeah, better right. than that? Like. Yeah. Like, what else would you want to do? And she, she had no answer. She was like, I don't know. But then she kind of agreed. She said, no, yeah, that, that will be fun. But we nice. are bringing Maeve, but we're going to be so fast. We've got so yeah. many things to see. We're just going to. She's actually, you know, I mean, she's she listens well. So yeah, we'll just let her down and let her run around and with us and don't <laughs> yeah. touch that and come on. And maybe <laughs> there's so many toys and stuff. You can always give her one thing and she'll just focus on that and hold on to that you know <laughs> yeah so right. find like a mickey mouse thing for five bucks and just grab that and then have, let her hold that for the rest of the day <laughs> nice don't touch that whole shelf full of uh <laughs> colored glass it's <laughs> like that's like the majority of antiques malls is like old glass <laughs> old <laughs> shelf of racist uh, salt shakers don't touch that <laughs> Blackface, <laughs> yeah, that's worth shaker. too much money. Somehow, I don't know, but either way, don't touch it. We don't You're want right. them, and we don't want to break them. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. We don't want them, and we don't want to pay for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was like I'm trying to think because you asked me earlier, like which places I had gone to, and I I can't remember the names, but I was looking at the map and trying to remember like. Which one of the ones? I think it was kind of the middle area that we went to. Um, yeah. yeah. There's like a cluster of like five or six right in the middle, and that's kind of like the main town area. Maybe not. I can't remember. How. It's just like there are like 16 or 17 antique malls and stores within like a mile and a half of this one road. Right. I think they say something like over a 1,000 vendors or something or like 5,000 vendors or something, you know, coll- collaboratively over all of them, so... Yeah, so we're just gonna go have some fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, hopefully you do. You guys find that uh, that really big store. So I'll say that outside had a lot of metal railings, maybe like leaning up against the building. There was a lot of like metal stuff, okay. um, and then inside it's just all just these like super epic wood things like and there might be something like the hall tree there it was just we were so like aghast over the like the size and and crazy decadence of some of the stuff that's in there that 
we we were just like kind of glossing over the smaller things, you know, because like those those are the things that we were looking at when we were there to not look at any of it or buy any of it and just like be impressed by the craziness of some of this nuts nutso stuff, like <laughs> right, you know, like a a a, a column that's. 13 or 14 inches in diameter and carved with, you know, laurel leaves the entire way up and down yeah. it, you know, yeah. like, and five of them in a row that are attached by a giant, like, you know, top <laughs> column and then right. a, a, like mirrors in the background. It's just like insane. And some that are like 15 feet tall and, you know, 40 feet long. It's just crazy, crazy stuff. But there, there could very well be, you know, hall trees and things there. They may be too overpriced. But. Yeah. You know, I, but I also think that's something that you might just find in like almost like in a booth with a bunch of stuff on it, you know, like, right, but can, like I hey, can I buy this thing? Yeah, right. <laughs> How much is this? Oh, I don't know. Let me check. Let me call. Let me call the guy. So we'll see if it's reasonable. <laughs> we are looking to buy that. And, and, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Nice. A bunch of stuff. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. Sweet. Right on. Um, cool. All right. Well, before we finish up. Um, I wanted to talk briefly about um, a really cool, uh, what I call, what I'm calling a, a mega um, raffle that's going on right now. So um, Brian Cohn from B Cone Knives reached out to me um, within the last week or so, week and a half, and asked if I would um, consider being part of or donating a piece of something, you know, a piece of work or a piece, something, a restoration or something um, to this raffle that he was helping to put together along with some other people um, for um, for Neil Warren from Maximus Knives. Um, and so he, he kind of gave me just a real quick rundown of the things, some some of the stuff that Neil's been going through and he's been having just a tough time and he's he's he really needs the support of our community, um, mm. which is just the kind of the maker community, you know, and, and like a lot, Neil's part of this kind of the knife maker community that I'm part of and I'm part of all these other communities. And that's one of the great thing about this network of people and makers and and content creators that we've become friends with that you know people are there to support each other so so i was like 100 percent on board yeah. and um and so one of the axes that i found over the weekend which is actually so i went in this little shop there there are two there are a couple antique stores in the town but there's one antiques mall which is kind of small in berkeley springs and it's mostly random glass <laughs> um <laughs> it's actually funny uh, brian and i were in there and and he said there were he there were a few booths that he found that were selling pint glasses but not like old pint glasses like killians you know and like yingling <laughs> pint glasses and they were like eight and nine dollars a piece and Whoa. and he said he, yeah. he so we had kind of like we were walking through at different speeds so at one point he was like he looked up and saw me and he was going to come over and comment about it be like oh this is so funny like they're selling all these things like who would buy this and on his way to like walk over and to to like comment to me about that he saw like a dude carrying like six of them oh no <laughs> yeah and then so he didn't say anything and then like and then later even before we left he saw like another guy with like eight of them he's like what the heck like who's actually buying these like cheap pint glasses you can get for free at most places you know yeah, like you you get them for free or they're giveaways or you steal them from bars like yeah, like everybody right. else yeah i know it's like who's buying like you know eight random beer you know yeah no you, co you collect them from the age yeah. of 
20 to 26. <laughs> right, exactly. We all have 20 of them. Like, yeah. you don't need more. What yeah. do you th- <laughs> Right. And then, like, you know, eventually you, you start, like I, like, I had a bunch of random ones, and then I started getting ones from specific pubs and breweries, you know? Right, right. So they're, right. like, they're the brewery and not the beer, right? right so it's, like, right. and those, and then the ones I had from before, I've kind of gotten rid of, you know, yeah. I've kind of cycled out, you know? So it's, like, but he's, like, they're not even cool ones. It's, like, someone's walking around, so. Yeah, you go so to we, you go yeah. to um, thrift stores for if, if that's right. Really, yeah, exactly. what you want something that makes you look like you've been to a bunch of places? Like I don't know. Right. Yeah, you can get them for a buck at thrift stores. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but apparently they were popular. So he's like, I guess the market is here. I guess the people who are selling them here know that they are being bought. But yeah, so we walked to this other. So this that's like a, a typical antique mall. You know, more, it was actually super tight. Like the little aisles were really tight. It was a small, kind of small mall. And then, you know, more like funky antique glass and stuff. And so then we walked down the street and there's another little spot, which I stopped at before a couple of years ago. And it's this, this little house on the side of the road. And there's just like tons of shit out front, just randomly, you know, like, in piles rusting this is like the place that i love you know like these yeah. are the ones that i'm like yeah that's the place i want to see it's just like yeah. the ones with like random piles of stuff where you have to dig your way through and you might mm-hmm. find the gym mm-hmm. so we're outside they actually had a um a bike a fat tire bike and it was from the company snap-on like the tool company oh. it was cool looking i always, i considered asking the guy about the price because i was like that would be cool to do uh do the motor and right. you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. a fat tire bike mm-hmm. um so we, we kind of were looking around, and, and I'm looking at stuff outside, and, and Brian was looking for some cast iron um, pans and stuff, but we ended up not finding anything for him. But I did find a, a double bit axe, so I pick it up, and I look at it briefly. I don't see any markings on it. It's got a handle that has some, like, um, a little bit of uh, damage to it, and it's got a little chip to it. Um, but otherwise, it's, a, it's in good condition. So I'm carrying it around. I walk inside. And inside is like just way more packed and crazy than it is even outside, which I'm mm. like, oh, so I love. I'm like, this is great, you know. And there's this old, old dude sitting up front in this little corner that's just surrounded by a bunch of junk, and he's talking to a couple other dudes, and he's like, hey, howdy, how's it going, blah blah blah, you know. And and like, and I can hear him talking as I'm walking around, and they're like, just the conversation is very much like, he has the idea that he really knows what he has and he knows its value. Mm. And he's also not, he's not like relying on selling his stuff to make a living, you know? So it's like, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, we'll see what this guy wants for this ax, you know? And so I walk around and I'm looking up some stuff and I find a little, like a thumb oiler, like I have near the drill press, like another little one of that. So I grab that and I'm like, yeah. okay, I walk up with that. And I kind of like a walk up and after we're inside a while and I walk up front and I have the ax and I'm like, Okay, how much, you know, how much do you want for this? And he was like, he was like, uh, he's like, what's that? Axe, okay. He's like, how about, he's like, 20 bucks. Mm. And I was like, hmm, 20 bucks. I was like, okay. So, so I'm like, all right, well, I ha-, and then I like pull up the little oiler and I'm like, okay, I have this oiler too. I was like, how about I give you 20 bucks for both of them? And he was like, well, he's like, oh, I don't know about that oil. That oiler is $20 by itself. I was like, I don't know. And I like look at it and I'm like, you know, it's, it's, I was like, it's kind of, you know, it doesn't have any markings. He's like, is there anything written on that? I'm like, no. So I give it to him. He looks at it and he's like, all right, how about 25 for both? <laughs> I was like, okay, I can do that. You know, cause I was like, in my mind, I was ready to spend like 10 bucks on the ax and maybe 10 bucks on the little oiler, you know, cause it's cool. I like right. that. You know, it's a little, it's like, 
it's copper or brass or something, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's definitely old and it's the right size and something that I really like and things I like to collect. So in my mind, I'm thinking 20, you know, and so he, he was at 25, which I was happy with that. But like, you know, if he originally offered, he wanted like 20 for the axe and then 20 for the, for the little oiler. So the fact that he came down for five for the oiler, I was like, yeah, that's cause he, he, he maybe realized that he like jumped the gun a little bit. And I was like, I don't know. I was like, come on, man. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know, I don't know about all that. Or he really <laughs> wanted ten for each, and you got yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> that thing's worth twenty by itself. That's worth a thousand dollars. I don't even know why I put that out. I'll take seven. <laughs> like okay, <laughs> right? Like oh dang. Yeah. So I got that double bit, and that's the one that I'm going to be using um, for the the um, the raffle for Neil Warren. So tonight I did a live on Instagram, just kind of um, reveal, like trying to find the stuff that I, the, like the first step when I bring an axe home, the thing that I do is I take it to the wire wheel and I wire wheel all the rust off and I look for any markings. Yeah, see what you got. Yeah, and then if I can't find markings, then I'll usually try to, if I'm pulling the handle, I pull the handle off and then see if I can see anything about the inside of the eye, if it has something like defining characteristics and so Nicole was actually the one who suggested that I do that live. She was like, oh, you should do that live. People will really think that's cool. You know, like oh, yeah. Yeah. when you're looking for that stuff. So I was like, oh, that's a good idea. So I did that. And, um, yeah, so I'm going to be restoring that axe and rehandling it and sharpening it all up. And then I'll make a, a leather mask for it. And that'll be the one that I uh, send over to, to Neil. So he's collecting everything. So if you got, you guys can head over to Maximus Knives on Instagram. Um, and go check out his stuff if you don't already. Go head over there and follow him and see what he's doing. And then, um, and you can find out some more specific details. He's going to be the one that's actually like hosting the raffle. So everyone's going to be sending him the stuff. And then I think it's like in the beginning or middle of March or something like that. He'll do the raffle. Um, but we're I think all of all of us makers have until like the end of February or so to send him our stuff. So. Um, no, but he was he was super grateful. He sent me a message directly and was just like thanking me for you know no, being a participant and whatnot. Yeah, so, no, that's yeah. really nice. And so there you go, folks. If you want to get something made by Dustin, he doesn't yeah. sell many things, and he he like never sells axe stuff. He always says yeah. he will, but he, he just keeps it. <laughs> yeah, right. He keeps it in a bucket, or he he hangs it up on his axe wall. So there you yeah. go. <laughs> or I yeah, or I trade it or give it away. Right, you know, for right, right. like yeah, the the axe secret Santa or mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, right. If you, if it has to be a special event. So all those yeah. people asking for, do you sell? Do you do it? Well, here's here's your chance, here's and your it's, chance, it's yeah. for uh, a good, good cause. Yeah. Good cause. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, from what I what I've heard and what I put together, and I probably could head, just head over and find this out for sure. But I think it's like fifteen bucks for a raffle ticket. You know, um, so oh, yeah, we'll definitely do that or we'll, something. We'll, yeah, I mean, as long as we don't win. I don't want to win something you made. That'd be hard. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I'm get, not exactly you get, sure you how get your brother's axe. Like, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to uh, the Work for It <laughs> podcast today, and they were talking a little bit about it. And uh, yeah, and that's what Brian was saying too. He's like, he's like, yeah, you know, like you pitch in, and if you don't win, then at least you know that whatever money that was going to a good cause, right? Like, yeah, if you oh, yeah. win, that's great. Mm-hmm. You get something for your money, but that's not the reason why you buy the raffle tickets. Right. You buy it's them because like, you know you're trying to support somebody. Yeah, it's like NPR. You don't really want to spend thirty dollars on a bag, <laughs> but you want to support, so you do. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember as a kid thinking like. That's way too expensive for the things. What, are they doing? <laughs> what is that? $100 for a t-shirt? 
<laughs> and if you sign up now for $150, you get a t-shirt and a mug. And Ooh. a mug and a bag. Hey, I can go to the corner store and buy all that. Those NPR shirts are really pricey. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so actually, that leads into a good my recommendation for today. Um, unless there's anything else you want to talk about before we do recommendations, I think, I think we're good. We, we got a lot of time here. We're we good. do. Um, so, I was like I said, I was listening to the Work for it podcast today, which I I have not. I don't listen to a ton of podcasts anymore, and I don't know why that is. Like, I'll still <laughs> listen to like Knife Talk, and I don't know. Maybe I just I don't have a ton of time. I don't know. For some reason, I'm not listening to a ton. So I haven't listened to, like, I'll kind of, I'll, I'll mix in the work for it podcast every, like, maybe once a month or so. I'll listen to something. Um, but I haven't been listening as much as I used to. And so I was listening today. It was, you know, just kind of catching up on what they're, what's going on with Brian and Brian. And, and Ben wasn't there in that episode. So they're chatting and they were talking about the, the raffle for Neil. And, um, and then Brian, who is my recommendation today, Brian House from housemade.us. <laughs> Um, today, if you're listening to this Friday, the 27th, his, uh, Apollo forge is going on sale. Oh, um, right on. So he has the first 50 are going to be on sale on his website. And I think it's like 400 and it's like $450 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that gets you like the forge the burner i think i think it has everything there you know the bricks all of it everything's there for that apollo forge and um and that's just like a crazy steal you know because he's like and that includes shipping that's like 450 dollars shipped to you and that's so that's like a hundred dollars in shipping pretty much like average because he's it's like a 70 pound thing in in a crate that they have to make and and you know so i mean it's probably from someone who you know who made it it's american made not like american assembled obviously it's like everything done there by yeah the smallest of small businesses like yeah it's it's awesome yeah and um and you know like comparatively if you look at something like a chili forge which is another kind of like professional forges you can buy you know they're like fifteen hundred dollars two thousand dollars you know like pre-made all ready to go for you so so this is like a ridiculous deal. He said that he, originally they wanted to have it at like three ninety nine, um, but after like putting everything together and the coming doing the shipping and kind of getting off, they had to kind of bump it up a little bit. So you know, he said this is this will be the cheapest that you'll ever be able to buy them because <laughs> like yeah. the yeah, next yeah. time around they'll go up, you know. But it's almost yeah. like this is their kind of um, just the first one. It's like the the test run, you know. So he'll make a little bit of money, but he's not making a, a ton. But it's kind of like okay, well, let's do fifty. Let's try to get them in a good price the first batch, and if you can get it, you can get it. Which so that's super cool. So, so head over to uh, housemade.us. You can check out um, Brian on Instagram at housemade.us, or you can go to his website. Um, and uh, yeah, if you're if you're listening today and you pop over there, you may have a chance to get one before they go. But they're going on sale on Friday the twenty seventh, January twenty seventh. So. Head over, check it out, and uh, give Brian some love. I know he's given us a ton of love over the years, and so always uh, payback so much is love. Yeah, we always pass that around. So yeah, no, we gotta have him on again just to just to chat. There's, there's yeah, definitely up. people I just want to have on mm-hmm. every like half a year. Just have yeah. like this a cycle. There's a bunch of people that he's got like over seventy thousand followers now on Instagram. So. Well, now we'll definitely have him on. <laughs> I wasn't and I, sure, and I, I wasn't sure before, but now. 
he's the man. Yeah. I know, he's killing on Instagram. It's great. No, I I love, man, it's just great seeing seeing, uh, community friends uh, doing Doing well. well. Love it. Yeah. Yep. Um, My recommendation was I stumble on, which I've stumbled on before. um, You know what NHK is? Yeah, it's like uh, Japanese World News, something like that. Yeah, yep. It's it's like uh, Japanese PBS or... British yep. BBC. Um, so, if you like PBS documentaries and that type of thing, it's mm-hmm. the same thing on NHK, and they have a lot of, um, yeah, on on NHK World Japan, they have just a lot of really good documentaries. Yeah, and the um, voiceover and stuff is in English, like a, the, right. the certain channels. So you, a lot of it's English, and then you have subtitles for. Japanese speakers, but there's a really great one I watched, like, in awe. It was, it's called The <laughs> Unknown Master of Restoration. Ooh, all right. They call this guy who fixes pottery the God Hand. Oh, I think, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And um, it's him and his son. And then a couple, I, uh, people bring him, like, two pieces of, of old pottery hundreds of years old and he they want him to fix them him and his son and they go through fixing them and in, in the documentary they say like god he, he's never shown it no one it's never been on camera them working right and it's yeah. great it's it's them in this tiny like japanese t- tiny japanese apartment and mm-hmm. um or studio whatever it is and yeah. they're, they're just both sitting there in like separate rooms split by like a small like divider <laughs> like <Yep. laughs> two lamps each, both sitting down on the floor on a pillow, you know, like they do, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and working away, and it's it's so good, and and it just follows the whole process really closely, exactly how they do everything, and it's just, um, it's like an hour long, and it's, it's nice. fascinating to see these guys just doing this thing so well, and 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 so with so much craftsmanship, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, and then um. These pieces that are worth you know millions of dollars that they have to work on and figure out how to break apart and then put back together. It's it's a, oh, that's crazy. It's so good. So the the unknown master of restoration. That's nice. on, uh, free on YouTube. And then I've gone <clears> down <throat> a, a rabbit hole of just NHK documentaries. Yeah. <laughs> I so just good. yeah I just saw before we started I was kind of just scrolling through Instagram and I saw um, a clip of it was it's a, a documentary about. Um, the the creation of tamagahane, which is the the steel that um, Japanese swords are made out of originally, mm, yeah. and it's like it's like the only place in the world that still makes the tamagahane the same way that they originally did, right? Mm. So there's a lot of makers mm-hmm. that use tamagahane that make that make traditional knives, but this is like the only place that's left over that makes it the traditional way, you know, yeah. like with ore and they're like, it was really, it was like, it caught my eye because it's like six guys standing on either end, like three guys on one end, three guys on the other end of this like rectangular pit that's probably eight feet long by four feet wide and they're standing on either short end of it and they're holding these like long sticks that might be seven or eight feet long and they're go and they're hitting it. Like three guys will like they'll swing down and they'll hit hit the pile. This um this eight by four, it's a pile of coal. Mm. And it's kind of long and flat, and they're hitting it with these long sticks. So when they hit it, all the sparks 
and the embers like shoot up and they're like one three guys on one end will hit it and then they'll like come up and then the other three guys will hit it like just swinging these long sticks like boom boom back and forth i'm like what are they doing like what is hitting a pile of coal do <laughs> but it's like it was so like captivating I'm like what mm. the heck is happening and, mm-hmm. and then of course they're like talking about making japanese knives and i'm like oh i'm all on board you know japanese swords so yeah yeah but uh, uh yeah it's so good <laughs> obviously they're it, you have these these ancient crafts yeah that get passed along and it just it's it's just all fascinating right. that, that'll be yeah. that'll be our uh our dream art of craftsmanship yeah. trip will be like a week oh in Japan gosh. where we go crazy. visit like three different places. So any Japanese listeners want to want to host us, we'll, we'll come and and uh, <laughs> and see your town and, <laughs> oh my and gosh, shoot so all crazy. types of stuff. It's just like it's just the, the the combination of the the like aesthetic of Japanese living, right? Mm-hmm. This really simple like that's my aesthetic. You know, like not that not my as in like how I want my house to be, but my as in I love Pucos for that same reason. Because it's the simple, mm-hmm. really purpose driven, beautiful, simple design. Um so the aesthetic of their of their like lifestyle combined with their reverence to the process of things. Right. And then combined right. with making something, those three things just are this magic, uh, like triangle of wonder. <laughs> you know mm. that like you put those three things together and you have this this like person who is all about the process and taking their time. And you know, I I was watching um, Adam Savage make his uh, his uh, what's it called like assassin sword. He's done oh, it in yeah, the last yeah. couple of days, yeah. and he was working on the scabbard and he's and he's like carving out the wood. Um, inside, you know, he's got the two sides of the wood scabbard and he's, and he's chiseling out one. He's like super, he's working super fast and like flicking these big, like, um, these big chips and stuff. And, uh, and he like, he, he stops and he goes in his head, he's hearing this like ancient Japanese master standing over his shoulder saying, slow down, Adam, <laughs> like, you're going too fast. You need to. And he's like, and I just can't do it. He's like going so fast, like chiseling out, but like. <laughs> That's that old master that's like, slow down, like be like, you know, revel in the process. Like the process is where it is. You know, it's like the tea ceremony. It's all about like pouring the tea slowly. And it's, you know, it's not about the end product. It's about the process. So yeah, the, um, one of the things that they fix in that video is is an old teapot, but it was known as the broken teapot. So what he did was they take out a lot of the gold They They would fill big holes with gold. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And they t- they would take he took it all out and then he filled it with, um, different clays and different porcelains whatever whatever right. made it look like that and then he painted in, what it would look like as a missing piece and he and he uh, adds in the texture of what it you know what it should be, right, it's like yeah. so well done and then he takes a pin, to drop little you know, tiny black marks of the tiny little dots of whatever you know, <laughs> like yeah. so it just looks like. A broken piece was in there and right. then but what he did which spoiler alert if you can spoil this show <laughs> the cracks he he lined with black oh, yeah. so you see the cracks it's a part of it. it's called the broken teapot right yeah. so he he accentuates the the part that people know of it it's just so it's it's, it's so beautiful nice that's awesome <clears throat> 
There cool. You go. I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, I saw I saw that pop up. I saw the that like oh, you know yeah, that, that the yeah the unknown master restoration. Yeah, I was like, oh, that looks oh, it's, cool. It's great. Nice. Really good. Yeah. Nice. Sweet. All right. So yeah, check that out, guys. Um, I I really enjoy doing recommendations. I've heard like I got it from other podcasts that we listened to. I was like, that'd be cool to do recommendations, and and all those podcasts have stopped doing them. <laughs> and I'm always like, oh, I really want them to do recommendations again because it's always cool. To, like, stuff. yeah, right. And I'm like, it's always cool. And you know, there are still some of the podcasts. Actually, no, there are still the Making It podcast still does recommendations, which I always think is cool. So, um, but uh, but yeah. So thank you guys uh, so much. Make sure you don't forget to head over to um, Maximus Knives on Instagram. Check out Neil and uh, buy some raffle tickets. Um, you can also check Devin and I both out on Instagram um, at the Art of Craftsmanship and at the Art of Camera Guy. Follow us there to see what's going on behind the scenes, and um, head over to YouTube and check out our new video of the Vice Restoration. Like we said, it's got everything that you would want in a video from That's us. Right. Right. <laughs> so uh, check it out and let us know what you think. And um, and also uh, head over to Patreon.com and support us there if you are so inclined. Um, and you can support us there and you can be part of our discord channel where we chat and, you know, a little bit even more in depth in behind the scenes stuff. Um, and yeah, so everyone that's over there on Patreon, thank you all so much. Uh, Bob from shed underscore 72. Thank you in the UK, Bob, not in Australia <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and the rest of our patrons. We really appreciate you guys helping us out. It's, it's far above and beyond what, what, you know, you need to do. It's completely a, a selfless act. So we really appreciate everyone who, um, finds it you know necessary or finds it uh, important to help us out because you know it's all about the community all right all right everybody thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you next time say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.